Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. JJ, as you know, this week we completed a workshop on introversion and extroversion and knowing your style and wasn't that so much fun? We had like it was great. over yep. 50 people, right? And yep. it was just a really cool, uh, it was really a cool event. And I think it'd be kind of cool for us to talk about that today on our podcast and do sort of a abbreviated version, <laughs> like <laughs> kind of talk right? about what we learned. Yeah. Well, I would say that our one of our favorite topics between the two of us is talking about introversion and extroversion. Yes. Because... We we're are. both on one. <laughs> the listeners can guess who's who. <laughs> You'll find out shortly. <laughs> but I love this topic because it is one of those things that uh, some people might know about themselves and they probably have an inkling anyway. Mm-hmm. But I find it's uh, one of the more, um, I don't know, obvious or out there personality traits. Like when an introvert meets an extrovert, it's almost like sometimes you're meeting someone from Mars. You can't even understand. Yeah. Like why they're acting the way they are. Yeah. And, and vice versa. Right. And it can lead to misunderstanding, but, and it's, but in some ways it can lead to, you know, like really great relationships. So. Well, and I think too that so often when other when people are talking about introversion and extroversion, I mean, there's millions of books and workshops and stuff out on this topic. But I like the angle that we're talking about this because it isn't just how you are on the outside, like showing up in that way, like letting people know you're introverted or extroverted. It really is talking about how after conversations you feel inside. You know, mm-hmm. if a, if a discussion or interaction with someone went well or if it didn't go well. The differences with introversion and extroversion are wildly big, right? The differences inside, how you feel, how you process all of that, and then how those feelings sit inside of you and then come out later. So I I think that's really great. So let's just get started. Yeah, I mean, let's let's jump in just to give some baseline on introverts and extroverts. And and I'll say for for me, uh, learning about like my own style mm-hmm. has had like a huge impact, you know, both personally in my personal relationships mm-hmm. um, and at work. Like uh, once I started talking about my introverted traits with my colleagues, mm-hmm. like work got so much better for me. Yeah, and, it's amazing. And we'll talk about that yeah, a little so, later. So we we started, and I think this would be a really good place for us to start today. What are some of the there are some primary markers that we yep. can help identify. So you want to start with the yeah. introversion so, markers? As an introvert, <laughs> I have lots of experience with this part. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one we talk about is energy, right? Like where do introverts get their energy from? Mm-hmm. Like what, what kind of recharges them, right? And for us introverts, I... Uh, Oftentimes, it's spending time alone, right? Being alone recharges us. Um, a lot of times, like, for me, like, I like to eat alone, mm. right? Sometimes I'll be eating at work alone, and 
basically hoping the whole time no one comes and sits down next to me and starts chit-chatting because <laughs> I'm like trying to recharge for my next meeting, right? Um, whereas an extrovert might look at that and be like, oh, that oh, poor JJ is eating alone, <laughs> right? I'll like, go please. sit by him. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, don't sit by me. <laughs> um, and even things like traveling alone. I like, I really enjoy traveling alone. I actually tra- uh, like traveling alone so much that I had an admin years back, and when we would go travel for work, like as a as a sales team, she'd book me on a different flight from the team. Wow, <laughs> what a sweetheart! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Um, and then with work, often I like to work independently. Right, that doesn't mean that I can't function mm-hmm. in a team or a group setting. Right, but when it really comes down to like okay, I need to really produce some of my best uh, content or output. Mm -hmm. I like to do it independently by myself. Hmm. I don't like to have to try to interact with other people to get the work done, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, kind of going back to that being alone thing, just like sitting quietly and thinking, right? Like just this whole idea that... um, like the calmness and the solitude recharge, right? Yeah, yeah. So hmm. uh, next, uh, that kind of like dovetails into how introverts interact with people, Yeah. right? There is a big myth. I want to bust a myth right now. Introverts don't hate people. We're not necessarily <laughs> haters. like haters of people, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I really like, I like people, uh, but... As an introvert, I just don't really get a lot of energy from big groups, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Melissa, when you and I talk, I love it. One-on-one, yeah. awesome, yeah. right? Um, I'd much rather go have coffee with one person than do the whole, like, hey, let's get a group of 12 people and go to dinner, yeah. right? So I like to interact with people on a smaller scale. Mm. Um, and when it comes to communication style, right? A lot of times I prefer written, right? I'd rather have a text or an email Mm -hmm. than a phone conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously texting over the past, you know, whatever decade since it's gotten invented um, has been awesome for us introverts. (laughs) (laughs) This one, this one I introvert so hard on sometimes (laughs) that I actually changed my work voicemail to say, You've reached the desk of JJ. Please send me an email. <laughs> I thought you <laughs> and then just I just had never answer a, the phone. <laughs> I thought you had that just to to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, I really, I really like, I really like what you're talking about with um, how you're getting your energy, and then you know that second marker of how it, how how you interact. How we're with, interacting, yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you, what do you, how do you respond if something in that interaction doesn't go well for you. Mm. Like, what's that like for an introversion side? Well, so, like, when you're introverted, right, you're you're generally a little bit more reserved, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to stereotype all introverts, but generally it's, like, more a little bit more reserved. And the other thing about introverts is that we have to think in order to talk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you actually probably even hear it 
in my cadence a lot, even on the podcast where like I'll put more pauses between things because I'm actually trying to think it through quick before yeah. it comes out of my mouth. Yep. Now, when we're in like a, a group setting, it's it's hard it, or harder for me to engage a lot of times mm -hmm. because people will be like, talk, 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 right? And I'm just like trying to process, trying to think, right? Like things aren't actually coming out of my mouth very fast. So I actually a lot of times feel like I'm not able to share my opinion. I'm not able to get in the conversation um, or I'm, I won't feel like heard. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, or sure, sure. And it almost goes down to like um, a respect thing. Like why do these people not stop oh. talking so I can add to add my piece to this conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. That's interesting. So that actually turns into almost like a, like a, disengagement yeah. right like i'll easily get disengaged yeah. in a conversation if i like can't if i'm not really like allowed space into it mm -hmm. and because of my more passive nature i'm not gonna really insert myself into that i feel uncomfortable just inserting myself into a conversation right hmm. um, even though that'd be like very natural for other personality types yeah you know yeah the so other the other sort of feeling oh did you have a specific Specific. No, I was just going to uh, co comment on that. I, I like that because I think there, you know, as we just reflect and people that are introverts listening to this call, it would be really interesting to have them sit on this for just a moment. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, when their needs aren't being met in a conversation or an interaction, is that the experience that they also have? You know, is that is that sort of pulling in, pulling back, becoming even more quiet or more introspective? Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. The uh, the other thing that will happen with me, especially when it starts getting into these like bigger group settings, right? Because uh, if if you're like running with a more extroverted crowd, mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot like, hey, let's all go do this and like pumping up the energy and all of that. When I want to kind of go the opposite way, um, so it makes me sometimes feel like a misfit like mm -hmm. i don't i don't quite fit in um with the group mm -hmm. um and it causes like even a little bit of insecurity mm -hmm. right like why don't why don't i get excited to go out to dinner with everybody am i like, so different you know yeah, yeah. right so, so i think that's really really critical feedback i think that's such good feedback and I, I would ask you, as you're sitting in this space right now and you're having these feelings as an introvert when interactions are feeling hard for you, um, what kind of vibe are you kicking off? <laughs> like, are you aware of what sort of physical or external vibe you're kicking off in those moments when your feelings are like that? Yeah, uh, that's a great question because like at first uh, I didn't, I didn't really realize, you know, years ago, I didn't really realize I was like kicking out that vibe, right? Mm -hmm. um, I actually had one of our old sales managers um, once uh, we were having, I don't know, I don't know exactly what was going on, but I remember like he made a comment about like me being arrogant. Oh. Right. It's like, what on earth is he talking about? Like, I, I, I don't feel like I'm arrogant at all. And 
actually what he was misreading was me being quiet mm. was his he was interpreting per, interpreting that or perceiving that as like me mm. being kind of like smug or arrogant and not even you know like mm. recognizing him so obviously his needs weren't getting met but i didn't realize i was putting out that kind of vibe right mm-hmm. it wasn't until i learned about the other side of the coin, the extroverted side, which yeah. which made me realize like, oh, I need to interact with an expert differently or else I'm going to give off this weird vibe, right? Yeah. But when I'm really not, like when I'm feeling like I'm not being heard or I'm really overwhelmed by the group, um, I will definitely just become disengaged, right? Mm-hmm. Either, either just physically disengaged, like straight up leave. Mm. Or just like emotionally disengaged, right? Yeah. It's like we'll stop caring or trying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I might get like short with people or a little bit flippant. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really... And yeah. I, I see that's this piece right here is the piece that I'm really interested in as we're talking about communication styles because we so often talk about all these external things that we can, you know, take tests and everything mm-hmm. to say which one we are, but seldom do we go into this level where it's like, how does it actually affect us and how does it affect yeah. the people that we're interacting with? So is it, is it okay if I yeah. switch over to the? Oh yeah. I was just going to say one other like key work tip mm-hmm. on that one Yeah, is for me as an probably detailed introvert, um, in work situations, if I don't feel like I'm being heard or my opinions, I will go into like technical detail, mm-hmm. right? I'll lean on expertise, right? I'll kind of like, and it's, it's a weird act out, right? Like hmm. where I just kind of like steamroller people with like how much I know about like computer software or something like it's stupid, <laughs> like, but it's clearly like mm-hmm. I'm not being yeah. heard. So I want to somehow get in there and that's how I do it. Um, I bet other people oh, can recognize that mm-hmm. behavior because I see it in the other introverts too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, just in my work with introverts, what often that's exactly a marker is that they don't feel comfortable speaking on a lot of generic things, but they'll usually feel comfortable on whatever their expertise is. So they'll add they'll yep. add to it in that way. So that's pretty that's pretty normal, actually. It's interesting. All right. Enough about introverts. We already got too much attention and we're uncomfortable. Go. <laughs> Let's do some Extra, contrast. Go, ex, go extrovert. <laughs> Woohoo! Let me just get party my party time. hat out. <laughs> So let's contrast. So the first thing that you talked about with introversion is where you get your energy from and and extroverts. And I'm going to use, and we kind of are using some more expanded examples. And I want to make sure that we say, again, you already did once, but this doesn't mean that you're all of these things if you're an introvert or all of these things if you're an extrovert. These are, mm-hmm. we use expanded examples because I think it's easier to understand. Um, I think a lot of energy for extroverts comes from people activities being around people, communicating, talking, you know, you use that phrase, you have to think to talk and extroverts have to talk to think. So they may not know a decision and they just want to riff on it and blah, 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 go back and forth. And that, that juices them up and makes them feel, you know, really excited. And a lot of energy, even for me, I really enjoy being with people, you know, like being able to just talk about a feeling or talk about something. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that feeling of everybody laughing and engaging. You know, I just, I, I really love that, uh, um, that energy. And interacting with people, I much prefer face-to-face interactions. Um, mm. 
it's a more immediate, re you know, uh, a lot of extroverts are very empathetic, very empathic. So they're picking up on the vibes of people to mm -hmm. choose how to understand the group or to choose how to interact is they want to pick up on the vibes of everybody around them. So obviously face-to-face -face interactions or being in person is much easier and the easiest for extroverts, which, you know, talk about the pandemic in this last year, it's been really challenging for a lot of people. Um, the other way, if you can't do it face to face, it's like, I love just getting on the phone. Like, let's just talk it through, mm. you know, and, and an email would be my least interesting way to interact, um, unless there's details, of course. But just <laughs> generally speaking about the interaction piece, it's like that part feels like I don't get to pick up on people's vibes. Mm. It's really hard to read energy from an email. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard. Um, and it's just so much easier with the people side. So I would definitely say the interacting with people is much more of that sharing energy so that you can really kind of get a read on folks. Um, so, yeah. So like, uh, when, when me ask you, so when, when you're not interacting in the way that you prefer, yeah. How, how does that affect yeah. How do you feel about that? That's a great, that's a great question. It's, it's really funny because extroversion is so much about weighing in on other people's energies and participating that way. If the interaction doesn't have good energy, like if there's discord in the group or if there's an introvert in the group that mm -hmm. me as an extrovert senses is not feeling good Mm -hmm. Um, it's very common for me, uh, to amp up my extroversion to try to make it better. So, um, <laughs> and, and you'll see this a lot with extroversion where they will, where extroverts, where they will try to carry the room. They will yeah. see that something's not quite right. They'll feel that people aren't quite getting where they need to be. And they will jump in and try to make it better. They take it on Here, as a personal responsibility. Here's a tip for all you extroverts that doesn't help. <laughs> and again, this isn't, this isn't in the awareness piece. This is just right. our natural need to make everybody feel good. You know, extroverts want everybody to feel good mm -hmm. and at their own expense. So a lot of times extroverts, especially when they're not, excuse me, very aware, extroverts will absolutely overblow a situation. They'll, mm. you know, just do things that are uncomfortable because they are, tr they are feeling so uncomfortable and they don't know what else to do. So it's mm -hmm. a, almost like a reaction. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of what happens is that person goes into overdrive, you know, becomes more extroverted, talks more, tells jokes, you know? Yeah. Like I, I describe it as like, they become a, like a caricature of themselves. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, everything's a little expanded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're, they think they're being helpful. So it's, it's, and it actually oftentimes looks like, like they're really seeking more energy. They, mm. It's like they're seeking attention. Um, but it usually isn't as much that as it the, the person just doesn't want to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So they think that by acting that way that they will make it less uncomfortable. Mm. And, but, what the, but that doesn't actually happen that way. It usually makes it a little more uncomfortable, so it's sort of a cycle. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, like, that's what I would say is, especially before I did much of this work, um, I would, like, I would break out in a sweat if I felt like something wasn't going well in a meeting hmm. or even if I was just talking with a person and I felt that that person was starting to go a little sideways or wasn't in agreement with me or didn't like something, I would want to just make everything okay. Like, oh, what do I need to do? I'll shift it up. I can, I can do anything to make this okay. Mm-hmm. When I didn't need to take on that type of obligation and duty at all. Yeah, like you're trying to take that responsibility on yourself, and then you felt like you're like failing if everyone wasn't isn't yeah. having a good time. Yep, exactly. And right. so, so yeah, and and it is so much extroverts take on so much more obligation and duty in interactions. Um, than they need to, but it's, that's their natural way. Instead of how the introvert pulls back, the extrovert leans in. So it just creates more of a wobble. (laughs) Mm. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so it's funny because when that starts to happen, you know, another marker that we talked about is kind of what happens on the inside. And I was sort of alluding to some of it, like the activity that happens, but the, what happens on the inside is oftentimes I, um, in situations where something isn't going right, I feel like I need to pretend like it's okay. Like, I feel yeah. like I need to pretend that it's okay. Um, and, and act more bright or act more, you know, relaxed, like force mm-hmm. a sort of a sense of relaxing. And, um, and, and, and so my feelings are really wonky inside. Like hmm. I'm not doing a good job. I'm not good enough to fix this. It's my responsibility because everybody else is so much quieter. Mm-hmm. Like these are the feelings that will often happen inside of extroverts when hmm. things aren't feeling very good. Um, and it's, it's interesting how those feelings like sit with you long after mm-hmm. that exchange uh, it's like, why, why can't I just notice everybody? You know, why, what did I do wrong? Did, why didn't I change something in that room? Because I sensed that the room wasn't right before anybody else did. And mm. the feeling in there is the sensing is probably true. Like they probably were picking up on a lot of those cues way before other people were. Um, but where it went sideways was the level of responsibility about what to do with those cues. Yeah. So then yeah. that feeling of, I didn't do this right. I could have done this. Why don't I ever, you know, and then sort of those feelings inside create this insecurity, like this really mm. deep insecurity. So you talked about introversion ex- in insecurity. I would say this is what the extroversions is. And, um, that final marker is, and I asked you that question, what are the cues that you emit? Yeah, like what vibe are you putting out? Yeah, and I think uh, extroversion vibes come out like, hey, notice me, I'm here, I can fix this. You know, I'm the class clown, I'm the mm. team leader, let's mm-hmm. let's rally, you know, this battle cry to force things to be more what it should be, air quotes. Mm. Um, Hmm. you know, so like putting on that actor, we talk about that is like trying to be the actor, make everything okay. And Mm -hmm. those, those I think are the vibes that kick off. And, and for other people in the room, it's like, oh man, that just like, that's so strong. But extroverts don't recognize that those are getting, those are the vibes that they're kicking off. Right. And, but it creates more of that discord almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's like introvert repellent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well we talked about this like a, on I, I told this 
this story on, at, on the workshop mm-hmm. um, about how at my company we exhibit at this trade show called NAB, um, National Association of Broadcasters. It's like a huge thing in Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. It's 100,000 people gather. Um, it's a trade show. Um, like our typical day is like a 10-hour long uh interaction you know interacting with customers on the show floor and then we like grab a drink a happy hour drink on our way to our hotel and we change our clothes and then we're whisked off to dinner with with customers and then after that like the crew wants to meet up for a karaoke right yeah and we do this for four nights in a row and um to you you're probably like this sounds amazing that actually sounds tiring that sounds hard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but for me, it's like a nightmare. Like it was just a nightmare for years and years. Yeah. Um, and I never really understood why my team loved this environment. And like, I just had a bad time mm. like the whole week. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really like, it would really start it. It really started to impact my job. I mean, like sometimes I would just not show up for stuff which was not super professional. Um, or I'd be out with a, uh, the sales team and a client for dinner and I'd just be super quiet and reclusive. Right. So they're like, Oh, something's wrong with him. Um, and I just generally be grumpy yeah. like the whole show. <laughs> um, so like, I felt really guilty about that. Right. I felt like I didn't fit in mm-hmm. with my own team. Um, I mean, I was embarrassed by the way, I bet would behave. Right. Um, and the, the ultimate feeling was like, I didn't really feel like I was fit to be the CEO Hmm. of my own company. Wow. Right. I just like felt like such an imposter. Hmm. Right. And you see these like glamorized, like, Oh, look at that guy's a tech CEO. And they're like up on stage, they're doing the thing. It's like, God, that's just not me. Like, that's not me. Maybe I'm not fit. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't until we started, or I started learning, and you and I started talking about personality traits, and I started understanding my own wiring. Yeah. Right? And and realizing, like, it's okay to be an introvert, right? And Yeah. Uh, and it's okay to be uncomfortable in these situations. And I realized that being an introvert brings me certain superpowers yeah. as the CEO of my company that maybe an extrovert wouldn't have. Right. Yeah. So, uh, today, like I'll still go do the trade show stuff. Right. But I do it differently mm-hmm. now that I know like where I get my energy, how I interact with people best. Yeah. Right. So that just means like, you know, I put a little bit more time between like the show floor and the dinner and yeah. I maybe skip that happy hour. Right. Um, my team knows that I need this recharge time and talking about how I need it. Right. Mm -hmm. And talking about how my brain's wired versus how their brain's wired. And these just natural things, um, is awesome because they're super supportive. Right. And like for the first time in those situations, like they'll even call out like, Hey JJ, we're going to go do this. You go back to the hotel. We'll meet up with you later. They just kind of like, it all just works out and it feels so much better. Yeah. feels so much better. I'm so much more effective during that week 
And yeah. I feel so supported by the team and it's great. Wow. That's and that, so you're just saying like, just by being a little more aware and then being able to articulate what you're learning about yourself to other people yeah. around you has made everything so much better. Well, yeah. Like before I was like guilty, embarrassed. I thought I was like a misfit yeah. and like literally an imposter in my own role. And after being mm. more aware of it, like I feel confident, understood yeah. and super effective and way happier. Yeah. I think, um, we are running out of time, unfortunately. Oh no. This How is... can we be running out of time already? We <laughs> hardly even got into this topic. I Why think do you say that? I, <laughs> I know it. I think what would be really cool is if, you know, we've both been on this journey for a while and we have, we did pay attention to certain key things about ourselves as we started to learn, right. And yeah. get over some of these feelings of insecurities and not really feeling really good in certain spots. And I think, um, maybe we could leave the listeners with some of the key things to understand in your own interactions so that they can mm. start to identify um, and begin to build on that self-awareness that they're already gaining, right? From listening to stuff like this. Right. Um, so we talk, we talk about a lot like, Hey, you can sense it in your body before maybe you realize it in your head, right? Yeah, exactly. And I can tell you that that trade shows scenario. Yeah. At like five o'clock when that show was about to end, yeah, I would literally start shaking. Wow. Right. And I didn't know why. I just thought like, oh, why did they turn the air conditioner down right at the end of the show or wow. something? Like I thought it was like literally getting colder. But no, it was like I was having like anxiety about how I knew I was getting no break for the wow. next you know, entire night. Yeah. So body so. cues like on that negative yep. side that you got, you had that experience. There's like stomach aches, you know, like getting a stress headache or for me, what happens is my throat starts to feel like it's closing shut. Like I mm. start feeling like almost like my voice is being cut off, which is, mm. you know, an indirect opposition with an extrovert. Right. So I think that's like a, a response um, but there's also like great body cues that tell you when things are going really well for you, you know, yep. like, just feel good. Everything feels light. Things are much lighter. Happy. Yeah. You can feel your face is relaxed. You're smiling yep. and it's just easier. Yep. So body cues is a really, really big one. I think too, like, um, we've talked a lot in this pod about our thinking, like what's happening inside, right? The mm -hmm. habits that we keep thinking. And you were talking a lot about beating yourself up, like feeling really guilty and, um, I think that's like, I, I also used in the exact opposite example, feeling really guilty. So you pulled back and felt mm. guilty. And I, as an extrovert, felt, extrovert felt guilty yep. leaning too far in. So that story that we're telling ourselves that we're wrong or that there's something wrong with us, you know, and catching ourselves and thinking about what we're, you know, realizing yeah. what we're thinking about. Yeah. That judgment when you have that judgment and then it turns into a story you keep telling yourself over and over, yeah. you sort of keep doing that thing, right? Yes. So yeah. just don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Just recognize it and then just you know, yeah. try to move on from it. Right. Yeah. Because then like the last thing I would add in this is like the, that all of those thinking patterns in the moment of making yourself feel wrong and making yourself feel guilty, then they, it actually stays in your system. Mm -hmm. You know, it stays in your system for a long time. And the question I would ask you is, do you recognize when you have that stuff sitting in there? Like how long does it have to be in there before you realize that it's there and really bothering you? Like just starting to build that awareness and it, it takes some time and it takes some practice and it takes consistency to have the awareness of these things. So 
you know, after a pod, I'm sure people are like, oh, that was interesting. And seven minutes later, they're on to the next thing. But I would really be encouraging about getting in some sort of little practice to just check in with, mm -hmm. you know, check in with How yourself. many times do we say that? Check in with yourself. <laughs> Take some time to check in with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've really enjoyed the conversation and the workshop was great. We'll be running that workshop again. I would really encourage people to hop in if they see that we're advertising for that. Check it out on the website. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.